Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. Uh, happy to be back and delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Got a great show for you, as always, today. If you want to reach us, you can get us on Twitter. You can reach uh, Marsha at Marsha Collier. I'm at Real Mark Cohen. Our computer and technology page on Facebook is Computer and Technology. So take a look at that. and You can find us. And, Marsha, if they want to tweet us, then what? We're t- I'm tweeting live during the show at Marsha Collier. And I'm in a room on T-Chat. And I want to say hi to Uncle Bill iDrone HD, Rock Christopher, Linda Sherman, great to see you out there. And you can tweet us, too, by just tweeting with the hashtag TechRadio. I'll see it, and I will comment back when I can. Excellent. Uh, so how was your week? Oh, it, it was good. Tell me you went to E3. I heard it was insane because they let the public in. Yeah, well, they've been doing that the last couple of years. If you want yeah, to spend a thousand dollars, I've heard it's really grown. Hi, Valencia. I've heard yeah. it's really grown to a lot. A, a yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's you know, E three is interesting for those of you who don't know what E three is. Um, e three is the gaming show, the the biggest entertainment gaming show in the universe, and it's held down here in the Coliseum, and it was held last week, and it's the opportunity for all the gaming companies to um, show their new wares and show what the new things that are coming out for the year. Uh, in typical years, they come out and they talk about the new gaming consoles. This year, there really aren't any new gaming consoles to talk about, but uh, overall, you know, it's pretty much, I have to say, like if we've talked about E3, uh, not E3, CES, you know, you go there every year and you see the same things over and over again. So, again, there's a lot more of what went on the previous years. Um, version 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5 of whatever the game is, whether it be Madden or something else. Uh, but there's a lot of new games that will be coming out this year uh, and nothing in the console area. And there's, uh, I don't know how many people were actually there, but like I say, you had to spend about $1,000 for a three-day pass if you weren't a member of the media or the press or, you know, an exhibitor of some kind. And tons of people, from what I read, did that. It sounded like crazy. I'm glad. Well, it's always. I was glad I'm not there. (laughs) Yeah, it really is always crazy. Uh, There's a bunch of new games. Like I say, the games will be coming out this year. Um, And uh, maybe next year we'll see a console a new console coming out, but the the big three, Nintendo, PlayStation, and uh, Xbox, really haven't come out with anything uh, yet. And, you know, there's only so many times during the, uh, a well, period of time. I, well, i got to tell you, you're talking about consoles. Um, before I give you my tech support question, I am sure everybody is going to be very, 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 very excited on the fact that the NES Classic Edition from Nintendo mm-hmm. is going to come back. Now, if you remember, it was late 2016. Remember, they came out with this as a limited edition device. Yep, right. And it, you can hold it in your hand, costs just $60, comes with classic games. And luckily, I was able to get one. But I got to tell you, the value for 60 bucks and the amount of entertainment you can get, <coughs> it's insane. It's insane. And I predict... That will be the big hit because if there's such a deal of nostalgia, people love it. Yeah, it it was a lot of fun, and they're they're coming out. God, is it Atari uh, is coming out with a new game console? 
it's on, uh, I want to say, Kickstarter or one of those uh, that's coming out in the next few months, supposedly. And that's not even really Atari anymore. You know, the original people that ran Atari are, are no longer around. But um, that'll be interesting if Atari brings out a console. There's another couple of companies that are talking about handhelds. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I, th- I still say that uh, uh, virtual reality may be okay in the gaming world. I still don't think it's going anywhere, and I think it's still think it's the next uh, 3D to go away. Well, you because... know that Microsoft dropped virtual right. reality from their platform this week. Yep. Yep. I just don't see it. You know, for well, for part... we we tested it in the very beginning. What, like five years ago? Yeah. And we just kind of looked at each other and went, er. Well, you and I both suffer from the same issue, which is getting dizzy or nauseous when using that kind of system. So for me, I, you know, I think it's interesting. I, you know, I've, I've seen things like you want it's to see. It's fun for view. about four minutes. Yeah, max until you throw me. up. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm done. Yeah, very but, interesting. But so, the, but the NES Classic that's coming back out for sixty dollars and it's going to be everywhere. I don't have the exact date. But, I mean, it's got games like Meteoroid, Donkey Kong, the original Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda. Now, I mean, Legend of Zelda is like 1,200 hours of entertainment right there. Yeah, that was one of your favorite good, games, wasn't it? Yeah, Did Castlevania, yeah. Donkey right. Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Dr. Mario, Final yeah. Fantasy. I mean, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Metroid. Pac-Man. I mean, how many hours can you play Pac-Man? All the Super yeah. Mario Brothers games, 1, 2, and 3, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and more. It's sixty ga- uh, $60 for 30 games. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to be what puts Nintendo back on the map. Well, it's interesting. Nintendo, actually, one of the things they're uh, talking about coming out with is uh, miniaturized, tiny, wireless Nintendo Switch controllers. Now, I'm, I'm not 100% sure why you need one for a small unit. I mean, you're, you're, I guess well, I mean, you don't I've really want to Well, I mean, I've played a Nintendo Switch. You've got yeah, to hold it. but this is a remote. I, mean, this is, this I understand, is a but yeah. so you can throw it to your TV is what the deal uh, is. I, yeah, I guess. I guess that is what the the basic use. So it's fun and, and stuff will be coming out. All right, so you had a, um, I got a, a customer service question. Issue. Yeah, yeah I got a new, new computer. You knew yep, that. Me too, actually. Yep. It's January. Pretty new. Love it. It's an HP all-in-one. But the key, you know the insert key on the keyboard? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to swap out the keyboard that came with this because the function keys are little teeny-weeny little chiclets at the top, and I happen to be one who actually uses function keys. Okay, yeah. Um, the insert key is kind of sticking. Now, on my previous keyboards, all you, you know, and because of the way this keyboard is, it's kind of like a Mac keyboard, and it's easy to hit it by accident. Your finger would slip from the delete key, and then all of a sudden you're typing and you're losing everything when you go back to insert something. Right. (laughs) It it seems to be stuck. Is there anything I can push? Is, you know, do I need a combination of keys? You mean to unstuck the key? Yeah. I've been having real problems. I can do it, and of course it's an intermittent problem. And I'm probably sure I could call HP and get a new keyboard, or I could actually use a keyboard that I really like. And considering I'm starting a new book, I'll probably do that. But I figured I paid for the keyboard. You got any suggestions? 
Well, the only thing I can think of is trying to use one of the silicon sprays. You know how you uh, it's a spray to clean your keyboard. How can, I can't. I can it's like a Mac keyboard. Where, where am I going to spray? So, oh, so there's oh the keyboard. It's, the there's not an actual chiclets. key yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's oh, those so little it's just buttons. One, oh gosh, no, no. There's nothing that I can think of that you, any way of fixing that because it's underneath the flat mat. So it's not like a normal keyboard where you have the keys that you right, can right, either potentially right. lift there's up. There's no keys per se. Yeah, no, no. I think you're gonna. I think that's a glitch in probably in the beneath the actual keyboard itself. Right. With, with so the sensor since it's that six months the, old, uh, motherboard. Since it's yeah. six months no. old, I'll no. call HP, get a new keyboard. Install my Clicky Cherry keyboard back on the computer. I'm sure there's a an outlet for a keyboard, <laughs> yes. and uh, we'll give away the new one on the show. How's that? And, yeah, you might be able to get a wireless. I don't know if you want a wireless. If this keyboard. is a wireless keyboard. Oh, it is that's wireless. The deal. Oh, that's yeah. the one you're talking about. It's wireless. Okay. And uh, and I find out when I have a ton of stuff plugged into the USB ports, wireless gets a little hinky because I got a whole bunch of stuff. So oh, that's why I'm thinking go wired keyboard. Yeah, that is interesting. Okay, no, yes. no. Once once it's uh, fully encased, which is the course how Apple has been so yeah, successful just, and nobody exactly else It's exactly like an Apple keyboard. And yeah, you honestly, can't take it off. That's what's kept me away from a lot of laptops. Right. Because I make a living writing. I'm not just typing Twitter. <laughs> right. Hard to <laughs> you know, believe because you're on there a thousand times a day. Pages and pages. So, you know, that's a thing. And, and if your job is to type or use Excel or actually, like I say, desktops and laptops are to produce content, right. tablets, phones to watch content. That's there you go. pretty much. You heard the it way here it first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you absolutely heard it here first. So, uh, we're, kind of, we're excited. Uh, Google Podcasts is now on Android. And what does that mean for our show, Marsha? And who got on the first day to the app? Marsha Collier <laughs> was the first one to sign up our show for Google Podcasts. So uh, tell tell everybody about it. Well, they had to had to approve it. So right. uh, Google slays everything. Uh, let's just admit it. Google does it right. They don't come out with something unless it's right. Okay, they have stupid right. things like Duo, which I think is going to fall away, which was kind of their FaceTime. I don't think FaceTime is going to be wildly successful until it crosses platforms. That's just yeah. my humble opinion. If yep. you can't if you can't face connect with somebody who has a different phone, <laughs> what the hell? Right. Right. So I mean they have some misses, but I really think that Google's podcasts are going to be great and I think that's going to piss off some of the paid companies, you know, who are paying for you're paying for their service. So it's first they're doing the app for Android which is available in the Play Store all over the world. Right. It integrates with Google Assistant across all devices. And when you subscribe, please subscribe to Computer and Technology yes. Radio. Um, and you can search for it by either searching Marsha Collier or Mark Cohen, Computer and Technology Radio. You can find us by any of those searches. Uh, also, there is a web page on Google Play that you can also listen to our show. And this is only art archives. Right. You can listen to our show on the web. So there you go. You can do it on a mo mobile device, too. But I think, when, you know, now that Google's, they give smarter recommendations with Google Podcasts, which means if you like our show, they may recommend some other tech podcasts, which is fine as long as you keep listening to ours, because we really right. appreciate it. Well, yeah. And yet that's the only way we can support the show. 
the more subscribers we get, the more listens we get online, uh, the more we can actually get somebody to be paying for this little shebang. We do a, <laughs> well, we do a professional podcast. We're not messing around. Yes. We got Wade there watching everything. And and it's just not the two of us sitting on a microphone in our no. in, in the basement. <laughs> yeah, not in California so, anyway. There's no basements in California. Well, there that's true too. Or in the yeah. garage. How's that? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's warm out here and, in the garage with And no anyway, Google listened to our podcast. They sent me a letter that thumbs up and pick up the uh, app in the Play Store. I think it's really great. Because yes, it's got the AI that's going to recommend other podcasts. But, of course, if you're listening to ours, what else do you need? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, and there's so many uh, archive things on there. You could spend years just listening to our old shows. Uh, iDrone uh, HD pointed out something, and you are absolutely right. Skype video chat is, chat is the universal FaceTime. Um, you are right. And I don't know why has Skype fallen out of favor. You know, I don't know. People are, oh, no, I, I love Skype. It's so yeah, easy, and it, and it just always works. Now, so, do you yeah, use, uh, well, speaking of Skype, do you now do you know, use uh, Zoe, which is their new artificial chat mate? No. Do you know about Zoe? Oh, you yeah, yeah. use Zoe? Yeah. I don't I mean, use, you know, I use Skype. I use Skype. I do meetings with people on Skype. You can meet with, yeah, like, six people on Skype. It just works. So thanks, yeah, no, Skype thanks for great. reminding me, iDrone. Yeah, if you, you if you want to have just a little bit of fun because it's an artificial intelligence and of the different devices that are out there, this is actually one of the better ones on Skype. Uh, Skype, Zoe is also on Twitter. She's also on, I want to say, Facebook. And you just type questions back and forth, and she plays games. It's almost like uh, Amazon Echo in that it responds to you and it will answer different questions. So if you want to play around and have a little bit of fun, it's Zio, and uh, Zoe is on Skype. So that's kind of fun I just also. have a moratorium on any more apps. You know, ever uh, since GDPR well, this isn't came an out. App. Yeah, this is not an app. This is part of Skype. It's a bot. It's yeah, a it's a bot on Skype, right? Right. Right. So you don't have right. to download something. I'm just something not. Sh I'm not sharing uh, anything else unless it's going to improve my life massively. And Google already has all my information. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Speaking uh, of information, right. you had a story on the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a five-four decision on Friday, uh, the Supreme Court justices said police need warrants to gather phone location data as evidence for trials. Uh, oop. And then uh, Marsha just sent me something, and I see I have this new computer, and I have not turned apparently have not turned the sound off. Um, so uh, it's Carpenter versus the United States, first case about a phone location data that the Supreme Court has ruled on. That's a landmark decision as to how law enforcement agencies can use technology to build their case. Uh, they're hearing arguments on November 29th. It just goes back to a 2011 robbery in Detroit where police gathered months of phone location data from an individual's phone. They pulled 13,000 different locations over 127 days. And uh, the Supreme Court Justice John Roberts wrote that the government searches of his phone were considered a Fourth Amendment search. Uh, the government's position failed to contend with the seismic shifts in digital technology that made possible the tracking of not only Carpenter, who's the guy's name, location, but everyone else's. So they're kind of saying, no, you, you can't do that. This is, you know, we've seen so many TV shows about, you know, the police going to different companies and saying, we need you to tell us who owns this phone. 
Well, this time they're not going to uh, allow you to uh, location search, you know, on uh, on a phone on a on a case. So it's kind yeah, of interesting. Except the Federal Communications Commission opened an investigation into a website we talked about last week called Location Smart. Right. Now, if a company wants to know where you are, they can mm-hmm. go to Location Smart if they have your phone number and pay a buck and they will be told exactly where you are. <laughs> So Wait, what? Location smart, yes. <laughs> That's a new one. I haven't seen that. You're saying you put anyone's phone number in, and well, they you can, can't. They will GPS you can. your phone. Well, you well, can't. Who? Subscribers. Oh, who? Right. Yes. So if you subscribe to the service, you're saying. No. Yeah, and um, advertisers subscribe to the service. Retailers subscribe to the service. Uh, they can go online and that you can get accurate geolocation data on nearly any phone in the U.S. because it buys the data from T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint. Isn't that uh, wireless carriers aren't allowed to provide location data to the government, mm-hmm. but they can sell the data to businesses. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so this is why the FCC is looking into it. But we've heard about this. Government agency, air quotes, looking into something. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while. It's going it's, it's to take a while. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's a little frightening. Um, all right. So apparently there, there's some kind of new deal, right, with uh, the Freedom Pop? Well, before we talk about Freedom Pop, you weren't here last week. And AT&T had its big merger. Yep. Right. Yep. So then we're beginning to think uh-oh. that Sprint's uh oh what what hello Mark's gone I guess that was an uh oh we've talked about this <laughs> that was funny we talked about this last week but you know Sprint and T-Mobile it looks from everything I'm reading this week that's going to be closer and closer to a merger so personally I recommend don't be making any changes in your service anymore because. That would be a huge mistake because I think there are going to be some major deals coming out. Um, a company called Freedom Pop, who we've talked about here on the show, uh, launched Unreal, U-N-R-E-A-L, and you can Google it, uh, unlimited talk, text, and data for $10 a month. Now, there's a big asterisk on that. The data only gives you one gigabyte of high-speed data. If you keep using it, your speed's going to be slowed down. So, I mean, at $10 a month, this it's called Unreal, the Unreal deal. Um, that's a great price, the cheapest price there is, comparing to $75 a month for one line of service from Verizon, $70 from T-M- for T-Mobile, 65 for AT&T, and 60 for Sprint. Now, all the big four have consistent high-speed service. Uh, you can get family plans for you know, around $160 for four people. But when you sign up for Unreal, okay, uh, you can also sign up. Wait a minute. There's a, The next cheapest deal is from a company called Mint Mobile, which charges $15 a month for Unlimited, and they give you two gigabytes of service. Now, I've gone on my phone, and, and you can do this too. You go into the settings on your phone and see exactly how much data you use within a billing period. I don't use a ton of billing uh, data outside in the world because I'm on Wi-Fi all the time. 
And if you're on Wi-Fi all the time, you're definitely not going to be burning data. So I'm easily just below a gigabyte a month. So Mint Mobile has the $15 service with two gigabytes of service, but there's a little five fine print that says you need to prepay for a three-month period to get this $15 rate. After three months, it goes to $23 a month. Or you can prepay an entire year and be assured of a $15 rate. Now, I think this is great. Uh, it's a promotional rate, obviously. But other companies are trying to get you to sign up and, and do this. Best Buy, Target, Amazon, and Walmart will be selling the Unreal service. So, you know, consider it. But I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm not making any moves until the merger, if Sprint and T-Mobile merge. A Morgan Stanley study, by, by the way, says the average data consumption among folks of over 35, which I think pretty much maybe we have one or two children in our audience, like for Valencia, but they consume between 1.2 gigabytes and 1.7 gigabytes a month. So if you're over 35 and spending 60, like I am, for an unlimited plan, you could be wasting a lot of money. So Okay, marching here, I'm back. Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, something, <laughs> uh, a technical issue with computer and technology radio. Just somehow we got disconnected. Uh, so anyway, I'm sorry. I missed your entire story, but I'm sure it was fascinating. Well, I talked all about the Freedom Pop deal right. and a two-gigabyte deal for $15, which was not a bad deal either. Um, and we just have a couple of seconds. We don't have a whole lot of time to go. But you want to talk yeah, about the minutes. Apple... Apple MacBook keyboard issue, which obviously... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I'm looking at the picture of the Mac keyboard issue. Looks uh -huh. freaking exactly like the keyboard I hate that I have right now. <laughs> uh, I hate well, it. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the issue is that apparently there were some issues with the Mac keyboard. And the Mac keyboard, they didn't want to fix it. Uh, they were they wanted people to pay to have it fixed. So apparently Apple has finally gotten around to saying, oh, you know what, I guess we should have fixed it in the first place. Well, so, what were the uh, issues with the keyboard? Uh, well, apparently they, uh, let's see, now I don't have a Mac, so they announced the repair program, which applies to the MacBook and MacBook Pro, keyboards that unexpectedly repeated letters, failed to type them, felt sticky, or responded inconsistently. So, you know, your typical issues with your keyboard. Apparently, they said it involved only a small percentage of laptops, but so what? Fix it. Um, and the mail functions had been widely re uh, reported, which leads you to believe that they were not as minor as Apple believed you to be. Uh, apparently, the switches are so delicate that just a little bit of dust can force them to fail. Uh, and fixing the problem isn't easy. It involves replacing the entire keyboard. Uh, they said in their notice Friday that no mention as to why the keyboards were faulty, nor did it say whether the new replacement keyboards will remain error-free. Uh, companies simply <laughs> said that the repair service applies to MacBooks and MacBook Pros from 2015 forward. Uh, and apparently the company began switching over to something called a butterfly keyboard. Um, so they are... Well, that's you know, they probably are what's wrong with my keyboard. It's got butterflies in it. What the hay? Yeah, there you go. And apparently, well, just so you know, they did it out of their kindness of their heart, 
and uh-huh. after uh, customers began filing class action suits against the company. Well, that'll usually so, do it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, replacement, you got to love this, replacement cost for the keyboards ranges between 400 and $700 to replace what? the keyboard. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was cost. free. I thought oh, it was free. Well, no, no, it, would, it was, and it okay. was free, but if you had to fix it without them, they just agreed to do this, and apparently this problem's been going on for a while. So uh, the lawsuit says that Apple should have known of the butterfly keyboard defects before the laptops were ever sold to the public. So if you're a Mac owner, uh, to use the program, uh, Mac owners need to make an appointment at the Apple Store or find an authorized service company. Uh, you can also mail your MacBook, nobody does that, to the Apple Repair Center. Yeah, right, uh, we're you, doing that. And if, if you paid uh, for the expensive repair in the past, Apple says it offers you a refund. All you have to do is get in touch with the company. I mean, that's really nice of them, I have to say. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So they're fixing yeah. it. So, so make sure you send in for your 400 to $700 keyboard. Well, and, and I uh, want to tell everybody, at Kurt Boothman tweeted out a link to the Apple support page that shows exactly which laptops are allowed to get the keyboard replacement. Thank you, Kurt. Yes, thank it's you very much. It's always great Kurt. when people help us out. Yes, we <laughs> like that. Uh, let's see. Let me. I think we can do this uh, fairly. We've only got a minute or two left. But uh, this uh, it surprises me, I have to say, that BlackBerry is still around. They have well, I don't the know. That, their phones look so cool. Yeah, I'm seriously. I mean, con- I, okay, I'm not seriously considering. But looking no, at the phone, it's it, it's really cool. I mean, I have tested uh, one I of love the newer the ones. Yeah, I mean, I tested a newer one about a year or so ago. The BlackBerry Key 2 goes on sale July 13th. You can pre-order July, uh, June 29th, uh, starting at $649. And I will say it is a pretty nifty-looking machine now the keyboard is a touch keyboard so it's not like your apple your or your uh, samsung devices your android devices where the keyboard is actually on the screen itself and pops up when you type something but having said that the question is do you want the keyboard there all the time taking up the space that was part of your screen so i don't that's know i would real i would really like to test it out because i love a touch key- keyboard and I remember there was one phone where they would, the keyboard would pop out at the bottom. Right. Remember? Yeah. I thought that was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. You know, that was cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting. And, and I, it's funny because I've always liked BlackBerry. You know, they were, they were the go-to company for businesses for a long time. And that's the ones we used to use at our office. But we've now converted. And you can use your iPhone or your Android if you want to do that now. So I don't know. Very interesting, but lots of stuff ahead. Coming up next, the buy of the week. We'll be right back. Woohoo! Buy <laughs> of the week. Ah! Okay, this is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohn on WS Radio with Worldwide Leader in Internet Talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. 
It's very easy. WSRadio.com. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding. And additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 